Welcome to the SOB Podcast. Everything fun about family dysfunction with your hosts, Shannon Livingston and Joe Lobosco. This podcast covers it all from mobsters to motherhood and strip clubs to Sunday school with candid conversations on everything from surviving to thriving. Welcome to another episode of SOB, the Son of a Bitch podcast. And I am the bitch, Shannon Livingston. And I am the son, and my name's Joe. And if you don't know who I am by now, go back to episode one and you'll find out. Oh my goodness, that was such a nice intro. Mm. You must be heavily medicated today because you're already well, cooperative. Well rested, not stressed out. That's nice. That's really ironic since it's over the holidays and you're not stressed out. I've gotten all my holiday stuff done, thankfully, which is something we're going to talk about today. It is two days before Christmas Eve, and we are going to discuss holidays in uh, a few different contexts. So just the Christmas holidays or all holidays? Just all holidays. I mean, you know, there will be some heavy focus on Christmas, but mm-hmm. holidays in general, I think, are a good thing to talk about this time of year. So do you want to go through your list here? Yeah. I'll let you just take over this episode. The first thing that I have here is what is your favorite holiday and why? Well, I love Christmas and it really is because of the food and the lights. Um, I'm not a religious person. I don't come from a religious family. I don't come from a family (laughs) really in the typical sense Uh so there's not a lot of tradition uh but christmas for me and what i've been able to do with it it's about the food and about the lights which anybody that comes to our house quickly realizes and what about you that is a good question i've had to think over this for a while you know halloween is cool because it's right after my birthday and it's a neat time of year Mm -hmm. but I'm not really that big on candy. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone trick or treating in quite some time. You hated it when you went. You I didn't thought it really was love pointless. it when I went. Yeah, you were like an old man in a little body, right? Your uh, entire life. You know, Christmas I like mostly because yeah, the lights and the food. Now I used to like Christmas because of the snow, mm-hmm. but uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But not the yellow snow though. You, well, yeah, that you know. Stay away from the yellow snow. Yeah, it well. Yeah, if you're you've a native Floridian and you don't know that, then yeah, whenever you go somewhere else, stay away from yellow snow, stay away from brown snow and brown snow. But the gray snow, oh that's just gosh. that's just because people have been driving on it and it probably rained and that's mm-hmm. probably safe. It's just motor oil. Um <clears throat> Well, it used to snow on Halloween also in Kansas City. Yeah. It that's was cold. Another thing. And rain. It rained every yeah. Halloween. So that is something I have on here. Um Holidays in Florida, very different than the Midwest, mm-hmm. uh, mostly because of the weather, but also just the culture. You like know. the first year that we moved here first and we year expected we trick-or-treaters? Yeah. Well, for one thing, people down here, they get started way too early. You know, if some, if it's Halloween and you're knocking on my door and it's only four o'clock. Right. I don't care if your kid's three years old. Because up north, you waited until the sun went down. Yeah, you wait until dark. And then as soon as you were able to turn your porch light on, then the kids would come And out. people start showing up. Yeah. yeah. But but in Florida, so we thought that was the deal. And we went out when it got dark. People were done. 
Mm-hmm. They were done. Everybody was done. And we didn't really know because they didn't come to our house yeah. for some reason. And um, it was and all the kids were driven around or there right. were groups yeah, of people. Because everything's in a gated community. It's yeah. all it's very strange. It was very strange. And it still is strange to me to see yeah. everybody trick or treating super early. And then they're done like by it's super o'clock. early. Then they go home. It's hot as shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can't. I mean, just like our our costumes were covered up because we had to wear our coats. Right. They're sweating their little butts off because uh, it's hot. Although I did the the trunk or treat this year and that was fun. Yeah, and that's I have mixed feelings on that, too. What? On uh, doing trunk or treats? trunk or treat and kids trick or treating at the mall. Like, yeah, I know, you know, it seems a little soft. I know that this generation well, is just, a little it soft, is, you know, but and it's also safer and it's a it's, nice alternative okay, for people with special needs. We're not exactly in a dangerous part of the country. Mm-hmm. You know, aside from pedophiles, most of which live in Florida, which are probably handing uh, um, <laughs> stuff out. <laughs> the, uh, it just seems like, yeah, th- there's a little too much, not just coddling, but you're not letting these kids you know, experience life. You're not letting them learn, even learn their no. way around their neighborhood. Let them get that razor blade <laughs> in that apple, which doesn't really happen. I know. Yeah, Neither they, does the the weed THC in the candy. In the can- yeah, nobody, oh, nobody is going to be dumb enough to put hundreds or potentially thousands of dollars worth of weed yeah. into candy to give out to strangers' kids. Well, it's not. I mean, <clears throat> even though, quite honestly, those kids could use a little cannabis. Uh, that's not you're not going to give your your stuff away to people. Yeah, no, that doesn't make sense. It, and they've shown too that people that have had poison food or whatever it comes from the parents not from yeah right it all goes back to the to the the pixie sticks that were poisoned in the 80s and then they found out oh it was their father mm-hmm. what a big surprise yeah it's always the father oh so, father yeah. snap they don't get that big piece of chicken and that's it they start taking out their family members one by one so my favorite holiday is probably either christmas or thanksgiving uh mostly because of the food Mm-hmm. Although Thanksgiving, there's some mixed feelings because when you learn the real story and that it's all really just based on genocide. Um, yeah. Eh. But because <laughs> but, it is really food based for us, I think yeah, that's what food is it. cool. We'll be talking about food on a, another episode. You know what food isn't so good to life. me is some of the Jewish food. So, you oh, know, great. a lot of people equate, um, well, it's true. I love a, a good latke, but the, the other stuff I could do with that. Matzo uh, balls and all that. Yeah. The, um, Lentils. a lot of people kind of equate Hanukkah to Christmas because they're the, around the same time of year. They are not equivalent. It is not. The they're big very deal. different. Hanukkah was actually very early this year. Hanukkah it was, was in the, the last week in November. I just looked it up the other day. Yeah. Um, but, and we really didn't celebrate it in a traditional sense, but we always, when you were younger, we did always have a menorah. Yeah. We always had the menorah. I had a dreidel. Speaking of which that song. Dreidel, 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 dreidel. I made you out of clay. Yeah. I have never seen a dreidel made out of clay. All the dreidels I've seen or had were always made out of wood. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who these kids are with clay dreidels. I think it's an old song. Yeah. Maybe they're over in Israel, uh, you know, wishing death upon Palestine or something, but 
Mm-hmm. So um, Easter was fun when you were little, Easter not just because of the baskets. You also got a suit every year and your little Italian side would come out and you would always, cause I would let you pick out what, what your suit yeah, looked like. I did like to wear the suit. That was fun. You would get the most Guido looking thing you could find. It was pinstripes yeah. with a white tie and the white shirt and shiny shoes. And well, because you know, I had watched the Godfather. I had seen all these cartoons with mm -hmm. the people in the suits. You and... had real working people in your life that wore suits. And work. yeah, like, my right. father there was were... an attorney. I was just talking about that the other day, actually, so, about how he always had suits and, you know, which made sense. He's a yeah, lawyer. But he had you to didn't pick up work. on the seersucker. It was instead the Italian looking stuff. But anyway, so I, I liked Easter for that. Like you looked adorable in your little suits, but also because I love the Ritz Carlton. And before yeah. the Ritz changed hands in Kansas City, they no longer have a Ritz. They did a beautiful buffet every Easter with an Alice in Wonderland theme and you could decorate your own cookies and they had the petting zoo. So that and, was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. So there, it was like fancy enough yeah. for me, but fun enough for you. Yeah. There was always, yeah, there was a petting zoo. There were balloon animals. Yeah. There was always and when you don't have family that, tons of snacks. that really wants to celebrate <laughs> holidays like that. It, it was fun. I also think that if I remember correctly, it was either on the way to that Easter thing or on the way back was when I asked about Santa Claus and the Easter bunny and, you know, I don't remember that. Do these things exist? Crushing your dreams. We were in the car and I believe it was going to the Easter party. Mm. And, uh, How I, don't, did I, handle I don't remember it? exactly what you said, but it was like, well, it's more of an idea or, <laughs> Because I had noticed that you have very distinct handwriting uh -huh. um, and it's very hard to read, which is why I just took pictures of your notes instead of making a copy. But um, I had noticed every year that your handwriting and Santa's handwriting were very similar on all of my presents. And so then that mm -hmm. kind of, and then I asked about Even though the, I signed the Easter bunny stuff with the little paw print, that didn't throw you off? The, all right. I do remember the one year when we were uh, living in the, the little house on uh, State matter. Line. Get to the story. That, okay. You do this every time. I'm trying to tell the story. I'm trying to set the scene. And you matter. just say, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. <laughs> They're little details that are part of my life. Right, Let me ahead. tell the story. So I woke up and there was this trail of baby carrots mm -hmm. leading out the door. And there were all these little notes. It was like a scavenger hunt from the Easter bunny. And yeah, there were little paw prints and to find your basket. I did think that was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I was five or six. Did so. you know, I suggested that for our friend Alexia and her daughter Piper, who was like the same age, five years old traumatized her she was terrified she was so upset okay, well that tells that you something about kids in, in this house. generation yeah oh come on she's she's a tough girl so no so easter was fun like we had fun with the yeah. holidays i think we had a, a good time we didn't have a whole lot of tradition really but we no. did we did have a good time um you have here the christmas that we moved to Florida. Yeah, that was interesting. Why uh, was that interesting? Well, because I, up until then, had always spent Christmas either in Kansas City or in Chicago, where it's very, you know, cold and there's usually snow and mm -hmm. it's just a different vibe. And then that year we had left a few days before Christmas. Mm hmm. And we actually spent Christmas in Texas, in San Antonio. Yeah, which, for me was just 
a totally different world. I mean, Texas could should really be its own country uh, for several well, reasons. And but let's really set the the scene if you want to, you know, do have people yeah, understand ahead. what this trip was. So your biological father had when you were 11 years old had um, become upset when I said that my husband at the time and I were going to move and um, your biological father wanted to stop that. And so he tried filing paperwork and he filed it erroneously in the wrong state. And, and it was really just to control us. He had not established paternity at this point. He was not paying child support. Um, and so he thought he was going to step in and, and be a problem. And so my attorney said he filed in the wrong state and we can act, he's going to have to refile and we can reply from the state where you want to move to. So if you want to move to Florida and you can, we can reply from Florida, but we have two weeks. Can you move to Florida in two weeks? And I said, absolutely. And so we liquidated everything that we could. We packed up, we, you know, um, obviously found a house. Uh, yeah, you rented a house. I mean, I was a Sunday school teacher at, at the time at the UU church. And so we really had to just stop our lives there and move everything. Now at the time we had a dog, a tortoise. Mm -hmm. Uh, my husband was a recovering heroin addict and he was on, um, uh, suboxone at the time, but I think he had to go to methadone clinics or something about him being at the clinic every day. Maybe he had to go to the clinic for suboxone, but we had to plan that whole trip with the truck and the tortoise and everything else. And we did have the some secret trip. Uh, we had to plan that whole thing around going to clinics for him right. and, you know, checking in and, and getting his medicine so that he wouldn't be sick. This was also right after Katrina. Mm, yeah. Uh, so I remember driving through Louisiana and Mississippi and terrible. Yeah. The roads were completely destroyed and there were hotels full of refugees. And so that was, that was interesting. Um, yeah. So we spent Christmas in Texas, which was an experience for me because it was the first year spending Christmas in a, in a warm climate. And, uh, the dog had all this room to run around and other dogs to play with. And we thought she had gone missing a couple times, but so that was an experience and definitely prepared me a little bit for what Christmas in Florida is going to be like, mm -hmm. uh, which I still don't like, but it's different. It's very different. But um, I had already spent Christmas in Texas before. And right. Yeah. Around, sure, yeah. So you had, had sort of known is, what's Yeah. But I, you know, I hadn't thought about that before, that that really was the first Christmas you had in warmer weather Yeah. and we hadn't even made it to Florida yet. Right. So it was just a very different experience. I had a good time. Everyone was super nice and, um, but it was definitely different than what I was used to. And yeah. then we got to Florida and, uh, well, let's see, we've been here for yeah, quite so a while. One since of the then. Christmases, I actually have my notes in front of me, which is why I ask you to print them out instead of having them on your phone. Cause look at that, look at who's prepared and look at who's not. Mm -hmm. Uh, so one of the Christmases that we had early on in Florida that was not so great was the, Frozen food extravaganza. Yeah, so that was... Yeah, so we try to do different themes sometimes. Sometimes we do traditional, and sometimes we'll do Chinese food or um, whatever different theme for Christmas because we don't have traditions yeah. and, and family. And so I said, okay, let's do frozen food extravaganza, and we'll just get all kinds of horrible processed frozen food yeah. and, and just pig out all day. And I think by 11.30 a.m., we felt terrible... 
So yeah, there were some there were some chicken wings and pizza rolls and it was everything frozen. Whatever else, yeah, right. And uh, yeah, I remember having a stomach ache, and then I and it was just depressing. We laid down to take a nap. Right, I took a nap. I watched Star Wars, so not a complete waste of the day, but uh, did not feel good. Not a very good meal for you know having energy or really doing anything throughout the day. So on the other side of that, one of the best holidays that we've had was Thanksgiving in California. Thanksgiving in California was great. Uh, I wasn't quite sure what to expect. I almost got arrested on the way back home to go to the airport by our lovely Fort Myers Sheriff's Office. I I don't know that um, story. Either tell the story or move on with another story. We've got all this. Let's go. Okay. Again, you're just Taking the fun all out of it. I'm trying to stay on target here. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. You don't remember me telling you about the cops who said there was shake in my floor mat? No, but let's tell that story. Well, I've told this story several times. Anyway, yeah, I was driving back from seeing one of my friends and I hadn't packed yet and I had to be on a plane to go to California at eight o'clock in the morning. So I was driving back and of course there's a speed trap. So I get pulled over going 60 and a 45. And uh, they start asking me all these questions about, do you smoke weed in your car? Because I think they found like a 420 spray, which is air freshener. And a which Bob, was mine. And a Bob Marley <laughs> CD. And they start asking me about smoking pot in my car, <laughs> which I didn't do, still don't do. And, oh, there's some shake in your floor mat. And I said, yeah, show me. And they didn't. And so I answered no to all of their questions. They wrote me a speeding ticket and let me go. But, uh, you know, that was... And they said, why are you nervous? I said, because I have to be on a plane in eight hours and I haven't packed yet. So that was a good way to start off the trip. Anyway, we went to California. Um, One of my friends met us out there. He had to ride clear across Los Angeles because we all went to different airports and the whole plane was screwed up. But um, we spent Thanksgiving at uh, a friend's, a family friend's, boss's house he worked for the local school district the principal was out of town he was letting him use his house in orange county his big beautiful house yeah they got paid pretty well for the school district. yeah all these people and we weren't i wasn't quite sure what to expect i was expecting it to be kind of a bust actually i I figured it would be stuffy and boring and i'd want to get out of there but there was food everywhere there was weed in all different forms and uh, so everyone drank some THC soda and had a legal, lot of legal in California, which is legal in California. Only the adults tasted like grapefruit. Very good. And I don't even like grapefruit. You like squirt. Um, well, yeah, but that's, that's grapefruit. Yeah. OK. Once again, correcting everything I say. <laughs> well, because you're wrong. Jesus Christ. I, don't, I can't <sighs> correct it if it's correct. So. Yeah, uh, we weren't sure what to expect, but it was just good people, good food, good vibes. Mm -hmm. My friend and I still talk about that as possibly the greatest Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving party we have ever had. Now, the friend that came with us on that trip was also with you on another trip when things did not go so well. So you guys went through um, Missouri and you stayed in the mansion outside of st louis yeah there so were what four of you there no three it was three. just okay. uh, three of us and yeah so once again wasn't quite sure what to expect but i had told them that we were going to be going up there for christmas and we were going to do st louis and then go to kansas city but it wound up not working out that way um because 
I didn't know if we were going to have a white Christmas or not, but it turns out that that year it was like record winter weather. There was snow everywhere. It was single digit temperatures. Yeah, super cold. So very cold, lots of snow. And this house and the surrounding yard was huge. And so as soon as we got there, I had my coat on, everybody else had their stuff on. And so I told my one friend, let's roll down the hill and uh, make snow angels and stuff, which they, it was not a good idea because I never took the car keys out of my pocket. Hmm. So, um, yeah, we later found out that um, I could not find the car keys in the house or out of the house. And the house was what, 16,000 square feet. There was 12 it was, it bedrooms was, and it was just insane. 12 bathrooms. Twelve. I Okay, 12 bathrooms. Technically and six bedrooms. But. Six bedrooms. It, all right. But it was a big house. And it I didn't know. Yard. It was a big house. It was a big yard. I didn't know if the keys were inside or outside. And whenever I go outside to look for the keys, it was four degrees and it would get mm -hmm. dark at two o'clock. And it was just, uh, I never found the keys. Even though I, at a certain point, I was pretty sure they were in the backyard. Um, so we had to go, you had to go get keys made here at the Mercedes dealership and overnight them to me so that I could reprogram the key to then get in the car. Yes. We were stuck Which in they the. We're not supposed to do, but I knew the guy. And so, yeah, we they, they would not do it in St. Louis. I yeah. had to no, take care of it locally. Yeah. They yelled at me on the phone. I know. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of which, uh, if you ever lose a, a Mercedes key, they tell you that once you program a new key, the old key will not work. That is not true because they found that key once the snow melted, I think sometime in March and sent it back. And after all that time, that key still worked, even after I reprogrammed a new one. Mm -hmm. So that Christmas, because I had lost the car keys and it took a week to get new ones, we spent that week basically locked in the in the mansion. We took the other car which to go to the grocery store had once. A game room. Which yeah, no, and I'm getting there. Simulator. So well, you didn't really use the golf simulator. We're not fifty year old Republicans, sauna. but we did use a sauna. And the sauna two was bars. Cool. So it had, yeah, it had a pool table. It had a home theater. Yeah. It had our one friend had never seen Star Wars. So we went through all of those movies in the theater. Right. We had a it pool tournament. It was a good house to be stuck. There are worse places to be stuck, mm -hmm. but we were stuck. And so that was how we spent Christmas that year. And so I will always remember that. And uh, definitely a fun story and a good reason not to go sliding down a hill with your car keys. So why do you hate Valentine's Day? That's next on my list. I hate Valentine's Day for several reasons. Number one, um, just the focus on love and romance, which I don't think, not that it doesn't exist, but it's not something, love exist. it's not something that needs to be commercialized. And mm -hmm. first of all, you know, if you care about somebody, you should show that through your everyday actions, not just, you know, buying them a big box of chocolate from Walmart on February 14th. But it's an opportunity to celebrate. Celebrate what? Love and the person that you're with. Okay. You should do that. If you have someone who's willing to, you know, spend enough time with you to call themselves your boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, mm. partner, you know, what common law, whatever you want to call it. That should be something you're doing every day, not just on Valentine's Day. Uh, I think candy companies and the companies that make those cards have certainly, you know, taken that bull by the horns. And I get that's capitalism, you know, good for them. But it's just it seems very commercial, very shallow. 
I didn't get a lot of, you know, there weren't a lot of girls wanting me to be their Valentine when I was in, in third grade. It just didn't, it, there wasn't a lot of good vibes well, on from, Valentine's Day. From the Day. female perspective, if you have any type of expectations, you're probably going to be disappointed as well. So while it, it may feel like a lot of obligation and disappointment, you know, on the male side, on the female side, it ain't much better. Okay. I, well, I've that's never, what I'm saying. Yeah. Life is full of I've never, <laughs> disappointment. Uh, you know, really gotten into Valentine's Day so much. I have used it as an opportunity to get flowers. Although the the last gentleman that I dated, um, you know, I sent him the link for exactly what I wanted to make it simple. So there was not a lot of stress on his part. Um, I think he did call me the perfect girlfriend at, at that point. I, I just feel he might like, disagree now, but I feel like Valentine's Day is a for children and B for people who aren't very secure in their relationships. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I also like the candy. Probably like the person who decided to hack my debit card. On Valentine's Day, I think this was two years ago, I got a notification for a charge of like $10 for flowers and chocolate somewhere in New York. That is some shitty flowers now, and chocolate. Unfortunately for him, I only had $8 in my bank account. Mm. So I don't think he got those flowers and chocolate and he probably got dumped that Valentine's Day. So good for him. You know, Valentine's Day for me when I was with Carl was very strange because that was the day that his house got raided yep. by the FBI and they found all of those records that then were used against them in trial for the Las Vegas skim. So I imagine he was not a fan of Valentine's day either. He was not. And I still have Valentine's day cards from him, uh, that say basically like, you know, um, you know, it, you, you know, it's not my favorite day, but you know, like you're, you know, Here's here's a car. I mean, whatever. But you're worth it. Yeah, he wasn't really sappy or like, no. and he didn't overpromise or you know put on pretense. So it wouldn't have been sappy. It wouldn't have been anything like that. But he did give me cards and he wrote me little notes all the time. Anyway, that is interesting um, that that. So yeah, but it happened was, on that day. It was, it was complicated. Well, there's a lot of mob history him. on Valentine's Day. If yes, anyone doesn't know, yeah, about what happened in Chicago, um, definitely look that up. St. Valentine's Day and massacre. Fourth of July with Carl was always fun too because his dog didn't like the fireworks and uh, Bishop. And so he I remember the dog. I forgot yeah. about the dog. <clears throat> so he would board the dog and uh, so that he wouldn't have to hear all the fireworks in the neighborhood. And then we would go check in to the hotel at the casino. He wasn't put in the black book yet. Mm. And so we would check in and of course they all knew him. And um you know, we would have a good time at the the casino and gamble and eat and and whatever. And of course, the FBI had followed us there too. So we would look out the window and you would see them sitting, and we would we would wave. Sometimes I would flash them. It was a good time. Lovely. Yeah, holidays with Carl. But that I don't know why I just thought about that. But uh, that was a good time. So you also have uh, St. Patrick's Day here. That's so, not a big deal to you though. You don't even like the Irish. No, but yeah. <laughs> Culture. When I was little, St. Patrick's <laughs> Day was fun because we lived in, we lived by the city and for people in Kansas City, we you already know this, but well, yeah, we lived in the city when I was really little and then we moved to the suburbs, but um, Kansas City on St. Patrick's Day, they do a huge parade and they have the, what's that band called? The Cobras, the marching something. Yeah, it's not a, uh, the marching band, it's the, the Cobras. Okay, so yeah, they, they have this big extravagant parade and everybody's dressed up and, you know, they do 
St. Patrick's Day parade down here, but it's like on a larger scale. So every year when I was little, I would uh, take this green hair gel that you can get at like Party City and spike my hair up and it was all green. Uh, the problem is, and same by the time you get to St. Patrick's Day in Missouri, it's usually still very cold. So when you have this thick hair gel, uh, sometimes it would a couple times actually it just froze and I would have to sit inside and wait for my hair to thaw to be able to wash that stuff out. So that happened a couple times before I realized that maybe that wasn't such a good idea and I would just wear a green hat. Took you a couple times, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Walter your, Payton, his Jerry Curl, DNA, his Jerry Curl juice mine. used to freeze and his helmet will be stuck to his head. So what about New Year's? Is, is New Year's Eve a holiday? Is so New Year's Day a holiday? I have always liked New Year's because for me, that's a big time of reflecting on the past year and what's going to happen in the next year. You have said that you really feel like that more on your birthday. Yeah, that's my time of reflection, um, which I can understand. It makes sense. But uh but I feel like there is some debate over whether or not New Year's is in fact a holiday or if it's just kind of an excuse to get drunk and, you know. New Year's for me is the time when I stuff. go through my business plan and my files. And so I kind of reorganize my functional, practical, financial life around New Year's. Uh, but then the introspection and the promises to myself that I'm going to break later and all that, that, that comes more on my birthday. I guess for functioning adults that, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, everyone else is just waiting for the ball to drop. and I can't stay up that woo. late. I don't drink anymore. I don't even know if they're going to do that this year. It's just, it's not ever been a big deal to me. And also, it's an opportunity to dress up. Some people really like to wear the glitter or whatever. But we have galas and events on top of events here. So yeah, I don't something. I don't need another opportunity to wear sequins. I have been to some pretty interesting New Year's parties. One year I wound up uh, getting a full makeover, <clears throat> which I did a little social experiment to see if my friends were uncomfortable. They were uncomfortable for about 10 minutes and then they realized I was the same person. I just had makeup and lipstick on. Hmm. I think that's probably another episode we should talk about it. later. <clears throat> Right? Don't you think? Probably. I think that's it for the holidays. Do you yeah. feel like you covered all the holidays? You said what you wanted to say? I think so, yeah. That... I mean, what was the whole point of this episode? Like the big... Well, it's the holiday season right now. And, mm -hmm. you know, holidays have played a big part in our lives in different places. And so, you know, it's interesting to see how things have evolved over the years while other things have sort of stayed the same. You know, it's always usually been kind of on a smaller scale, but we've gone all out a couple of times and you know, different people come and go throughout the, the years. And, uh, you know, one final point I'd like to make about the holidays and then we'll cut it off is that, uh, you know, we spent a lot of time throughout the years with different people involved in our lives, trying to kind of cater the holiday to, you know, what they wanted, what they expected, and their, you know, the, Hallmark, the Hallmark Christmas and that whole thing. Men that I dated, in particular, <clears throat> one that was a couple back that really, for some reason... He wasn't the only one, but, but for yeah. Some, he particularly, for some reason, whatever disorder it is, uh, every holiday he would torpedo, whether it was Mother's Day, <laughs> a birthday, Christmas, there was some dramatic thing. He There was an incident, there was a psychotic break, like whatever it was that he did it on every single holiday. He would just make up drama. He would say that, you know, his daughter was upset with me and said something. And then his daughter was like, yeah, I never said that. Like he, he would just create yeah. drama 
that because he didn't know how, I guess, to handle the holiday and how it didn't match up with his expectations and he didn't know what to do with that angst. Well, what I found interesting was that as I've talked to other people about how they spend holidays with their family and their in-laws and you know, the roommate's family or whoever, apparently that is not that uncommon. Right. A lot of people just, yeah, feel they the need to, they, the they can't handle it. Right. Um, so my advice to people is if you know someone like that or you, if you don't know someone like that, then I got some bad news. <laughs> that person's probably you. Yeah, you might be that but, person torpedoing um, every holiday. Yeah, you know, if the holidays are just for whatever reason driving you crazy or driving someone else crazy. But it's the expectation. So yeah. if people's expectations on you are what is stressing you out, then. Get you rid know, of those expectations. Right, you got to let it go. You don't need to make your cookies from scratch. You don't need to have a perfectly decorated house. You don't need to spend a bunch of money you don't have on gifts. And anybody that is expecting you to do that, they're sucking the joy out of your holiday, which should be what the yeah, holidays right. are And about. nobody needs that. Life is hard enough. Right. We can all celebrate so, how we choose and let people do it at their level, whether religion is involved or not. Uh, other people, family, friends, friends that you, you know, look at as, as family. I think holidays can be, uh, just a beautiful reason to celebrate life and reconnect to things, but we have to get rid of these expectations of other people and movies and just things that really are not a source of joy. Yeah. Get that negative energy out of there. Do what you like and you know, find people that are, that are okay with that and let everybody celebrate in their own way. So with that, I will say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, whatever else people might be celebrating that listen to this. Have a good one. Don't get too stressed out and uh, look forward to seeing you again. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays. Peace out. Please make sure to download and listen to SOB on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a Studio 239 production.